Do you ever look around and think, wow, the world is a crazy place, and it just seems to get crazier and crazier? Ease your mind and take a break. This is Fuel for the Soul with John Gifta. We're a hub for inspirational Christian sermons, practical keys for Christian living, and Christian discussions and interviews. You'll be inspired to live the life that you were created for. Your host is a top-ranking podcaster, best-selling author, world record holder, aerospace engineer, life coach, evangelist, and founder of John Gifta International. Welcome to Fuel for the Soul with John Gifta. Hey, how are you asking this question today? John, I've been praying, reading the Bible, going to church, being involved in ministry activities, but I'm not able to live the victorious Christian life that you're talking about. Yes, the scripture talks about in Romans 8:11 that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives on the inside of you and me. Yes, the Bible talks about in Luke 10:19 how God has given you the power to trample on snakes and scorpions. You're talking about how you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. You're an overcomer. You're a victor and not a victim. But why am I not seeing the power of God in my life? Well, I'm going to answer that in this segment. I want you to stay tuned. You may be in a place where you're saying, John, I'm desperate to live the Christian life that God has called me to live. I want to live the life that God has ordained for me. I want to see victory over various areas of my life, but I'm seeing a constant struggle. I'm not able to get over the run. I'm not able to get into the next level. I feel I'm stuck. I feel like I'm not seeing the breakthrough in some area of my life. I'm praying so hard. I'm working so hard. I'm going to church. I'm involved in all these activities, but still there's something missing and I don't understand why. Yes, you may be involved in the things of God. Yes, you may be involved in ministerial activities. Yes, you may be in a close proximity towards the things of God, but that does not mean you are still connected with God. And I'm going to tell you why. See, I'm going to talk to you from Mark chapter 5 and I want to take this forward accordingly. And so to give you a context, Jesus and the disciples are crossing to the other side and they go to this place called Gerasenes. And I want you to understand Gerasenes is not a small place. Gerasenes is a huge place with 10 towns in it. 10 towns, not just villages, 10 towns. There's a huge population and Jesus is going to the other side of the lake. And I want you to listen to this very carefully. The Bible says, and I'm reading from the NLT version just so that you don't have any confusion on the choice of words that are being used. And this is what it says. So they arrived to the other side of the lake in the region of Gerasenes. When Jesus climbed out of the boat, a man possessed by an evil spirit came out of the tombs to meet him. And it goes on to describe this man. The man is uh, chained. He could not uh, be restrained. He was in the burial caves, uh, you know, and he was just put in chains and shackles and he would just break out. Uh, He was possessed by uh, demons. Okay, this is the explanation that's given to him. And here's the thing, he's cutting himself, he's howling and screaming with and uh, all the different things about him. And verse 6 says this, 
when Jesus was still a distance away, the man saw him and ran to meet Jesus and bowed low before Jesus. Okay, and with a shriek, he screamed, Why are you interfering with me, Jesus, the Son of the Most High God? In the name of Jesus, I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had already said to him, Come out of the man, you evil spirit. Then Jesus demanded, What is your name? And he says, I'm, I'm, I'm legion, which because there are many inside of us. And, you, and, and long story made short, what happens in the next couple of verses is that, uh, you know, Jesus brings those demonic spirits out of this man and the demons uh, are all put into the hog pen. You know, there, there's a lot of um, pigs around that place. And, and so all the pigs go quickly and get killed in the... Um, side of the lake and are drowned and they're killed and verse 14 the herdsmen fled to the nearby town and the surrounding countryside spreading the news as they ran jeez uh, okay sorry people rushed to see what happened and verse 15 a crowd gathered around jesus and they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons he was sitting there fully clothed and perfectly sane and they were all afraid and then they say Please leave us. We don't want to have anything to do with you, Jesus. Now, I'm going to talk to you something very important here from this passage. There was a huge crowd. There was a huge potential. Jesus had left a huge crowd on the other side and came all the way here to Gerasenes. And he had just passed through a very deadly storm. And they come to the other side of the lake. And I want you to understand, they have a huge potential, but there was some big problem. Here's the thing such a big crowd and the bible says like i said in verse 15 a crowd had gathered around jesus they were in close proximity with jesus in fact they even had the opportunity to converse with jesus they spoke to jesus and the bible says in verse 17 the crowd began pleading with jesus to leave which means they were speaking to jesus imagine if i and you had such an opportunity where we can converse with the king of kings and the lord of lords himself how many of us would love and long and earn for such an opportunity these people had an opportunity to talk to jesus they were in close proximity with Jesus but there was a problem you see in this entire crowd only one man received a miracle only one man's life was transformed only one man's life was changed and that was the man possessed by the demons in such a huge crowd only one man's life was transformed even though there was a huge crowd next to Jesus, which means to say you can be next to Jesus, you can be involved in Jesus' activities, you can go to church, you can be in ministry, you can pray, you can read the Bible, you can hear God's word and still not be transformed. Are you getting what I'm saying? This huge crowd was next to Jesus, but they were not transformed. One man received that touch from Jesus. So don't be surprised that, oh, I'm involved in church activities. I'm involved in ministry. Why am I still not seeing a transformation? I can hear God's voice and still not hear a transformation. I can, um, you know, go, um, 
talk to Jesus or you know all of that and still not get a transformation why you can read the Bible and still not have a transformation why and I'm sharing that to you today reminding you of this verse again verse number two the man possessed by an evil spirit came out of the tombs listen to this it says to meet Jesus if you look at verse 6 again, it says, When Jesus was still a distance away, the man saw him and he ran to meet Jesus. Whereas if you look at verse 14, it says, People rushed out to see what happened. People rushed out to see what happened. There was a man who ran. I want you to understand. He ran to see Jesus. Whereas there was a crowd which again rushed out. But to see what was happening. Can I tell you why many people are not receiving from God today? They are in close proximity with the things of God and still not receiving from God. Here's the reason. Because they are rushing to just see what's happening. They're reading the Bible just to gather some information. They are going to church to see what is happening. To just be involved in the things of God. Just to see who's preaching. Just to see how nice the sermon is. Just to listen to how beautiful the choir sings. They're just going there in close proximity to see what is happening instead of going with an intention to meet with the king of kings and the lord of lords today my challenge to each and every one of you under the sound of my voice is this important truth when you read the bible why are you reading the bible is it just to get some information just to get your uh, tick mark done saying you know what i read the bible for the day or are you reading the bible to meet with jesus to have a touch from the master to have an encounter with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. When you're praying, are you praying just so that, you know what, oh God bless me, keep me, and, and so that my day can be protected and washed over? Or are you praying because you want to talk with God? Are you going to church because you want to be in the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? You want to be in your Father's house when you want to hear God's voice. You want to gather together with a community of believers and you want to worship Him and exalt His name. Or are you going to church just to see oh, how nice the sermon is? Are you going to church just so that you can get a good position or a platform to you know, present your skills in singing or dance or music? Or is it because you really want to have an encounter with God? This is why many people are in close proximity with God and still they're not seeing the difference in their life. Today, I want to tell you to introspect yourself. Like this example, a huge crowd rushed to just see what happened. Whereas one man ran to meet Jesus. My question to you today is, are you reading the Bible to see what is happening? To go into church to see what's happening? Read it, uh, praying just to get your tick mark done? Or are you doing it to meet with Jesus? Today I make you, I ask you to introspect and make this your commitment today, that your intentions will be right that you will go with a clear conscience and a clear heart and mind saying, I want to pray 
because I want to be connected with my Jesus. I want to meet with my Jesus. I want to read the Bible so that I will be connected with the author of the Bible, not just for external reasons. I want to go to church because I want to be in the presence of my master and get a transformation. Because when you do it with the clear heart and a clear conscience, I'm here to announce to you, your life will never be the same for the better. Lord, I pray that this word will go forth and bear the fruit it needs to bear. That every single person watching, listening from around the world, let them have this commitment checked. Whether they are praying just to get some credits, spiritual credits. They're just doing something to see what's happening, going to church to see what's happening, just for an external reason or a push. But how are they doing with a clear pure heart because they want to meet with you and I pray that you transform our hearts creating us a clean and a pure heart that our motives will be in the right place you've been listening to fuel for the soul with John Gifta we hope you were blessed and inspired to live the life that God has for you make sure to subscribe to the John Gifta YouTube channel for regular uploads of sermons skits interviews and more follow John Gifta on Instagram for regular inspirational posts and don't forget to check out the best-selling books written by John Gifta who am I which will help you understand your identity and the latest number one bestseller unveil your purpose, helping you discover your purpose and to start walking in it. Make sure to leave a rating and review and be sure to share it with your friends and loved ones. If you'd like to donate, you can find the PayPal link in the description. And if you'd like to invite John Gifta to speak at your event or to get more details, go to the website at www.johngifta.com. See you on the next episode of The Fuel for the Soul with John Gifta. God bless you. If your heart stops beating now, do you know where you're going? If you came face to face with death now, do you know where you're going? And this is not a message of condemnation. This is a message of hope. There is a God who loves you so much. He sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, to come down and pay a heavy price by shedding every drop of His blood on the cross. Thank you for dying for my sins. When you believe in Him, you have free gift of salvation for you. That assures us that we will go to heaven when we die instead of suffering in hell forever. I just encourage you today to make the simple step of faith and say, Jesus, I thank you for what you did on the cross. Thank you for giving me this gift of eternal life.